Welcome to episode 21 of the Dear Love the Universe podcast, What You Need to Know About Health with Julie E. In this episode, I sit down with Julie and discuss very important aspects of health that many Western doctors do not teach you. Julie E. is a licensed dietitian, functional medicine expert, and a master in public health with a passion for helping people improve their health with her infinite tool chest of remedies. For over three decades, Julie has been working with individuals of all ages to help find the root of their health ailments and treat them naturally. An anti-aging expert, Julie has reversed her telomeres and cellular health to that of a 12-year-old. Her international practice includes parents, kids, pets, and celebrity athletes. On her website, julieehealth.com and her social media, she educates us on her secrets to health, including unique tips such as how to care for your assembly line. In this podcast, Julie E. and I discuss how harmful Wi-Fi and 5G is to your health and well-being, her take on if the medical community will have a consciousness shift towards holistic healing, the five missing ingredients from every health routine, her advice for all people during the coronavirus pandemic, if it is complicated or not to be healthy, how diseases and ailments can be linked to everyday choices and routines that you may have that you are not aware of, and more. So Julie, I think that it's so awesome that you help people with their health, and I really admire you for that. Thank you. You're welcome. It's just something that happened as my life went on. It just was always a steady path in that direction. So I'm actually really, really excited to have you here and to be able to have your message to be shared with listeners, because especially right now with, you know, everything going on, I think it's so important to help people understand how to be healthy. Absolutely. I mean, if you think of your body as a temple, you, you only get one body. You got to take care of it. Otherwise, you know, all the ailments and the dis-ease that people have, it's just your body talking to you and telling you, shouting at you and yelling at you, like, because you're not paying attention to it. And a lot of people just completely ignore it. And then on the other hand, you have people that are like trying so hard to figure out what's wrong. And, you know, the regular traditional system is not giving them any answers. So it is important for people to find people that can help them and find answers and solutions. Yeah, so important. So can you tell me how you kind of got started with health and fitness? I just, I, when I was in high school, I, I mean, I was always athletic and I played on sports and teams mm-hmm. my whole childhood and I had two older brothers. And at some point when I was in high school, just a couple of girlfriends started working out at like the tiniest little gym near the school. And I was just like, take me, take me, I want to go. And then Somehow after doing that, they all dropped out and I was like, no, I want to keep going. And, and then I just decided like at that time, I just wanted to be fit for my entire life. It was just, I was 16 yeah. and I just said, I want to be healthy and I want to be fit. And then I got it as soon as the next year rolled around and I started driving, I got a car and I started working at a gym and I, then I started teaching fitness classes and aerobics and I've had certifications and things. And then, um, I went to college because that's what you do after high school. And 
I taught aerobics and fitness classes in the dorms. I started different programs like on campus and I just did it as a hobby. Like I would go work out and then go meet my friends at the bar on Friday night to, you know, do what you do in college. And then I had to figure out what I wanted to do when I grew up and graduated college. And at some point I figured out being a nutritionist and the path kept continuing. And then I did get a very traditional degree from a university, like a more medical nutrition degree. Like I'm a registered dietitian and I combined it with a master's in public health, which is actually also important to have right now. Um, and then they taught you a lot of things, including that potato chips and French fries count as vegetables. And I finished my master's program and I said, I want to be the best nutritionist in the world. And I want to learn every single thing possible about vitamins and then my path kept continuing and it was like handed to me. I would say, I want to learn this and someone would show up and be like, you should go to this conference or you should go do that. And everything was just a stepping stone to where I am today. Yeah. That's so beautiful. I love how you said this journey because it, you know, like it starts somewhere and then you grow and you grow and it just, you learn so much along the way and just blossom into this, amazing health practitioner that you are now. Thank you. I do believe that everything is a stepping stone for the next thing. Even with this coronavirus and world issues that we have in the 21st century, I think everything you learn from that, you take what you've learned and you move on and you add on. And mm -hmm. so, you know, I just have added on a lot of different categories of things so that I really understand the body and health. Yeah. In general, do you feel like being healthy affects people's lives in a positive way? Absolutely. No questions about it on so many different levels. Spiritual people could say that healthier people have a bigger aura or they're generally happier or they have a better outlook on life. I ran into a personal trainer that had referred a client to me and I hadn't seen him in a couple of years and he said, what you have done with that man is wonders. And, you know, it, so much, the guy's whole life evolved, his, everything about him, his personality, he used to come in and be like kind of grumpy. And then he would be like, hi, and delightful, and thank you. And he just, his whole, from getting healthier, he got happier and softer and more generous and more yeah. caring and giving. And I think that's all part of it. Yeah, totally. I, I, I totally agree where I, I feel like from personal experience, getting healthy has changed just the way that not only I feel about myself, but my confidence, the way that I treat other people because of the way I feel about myself and the way that I view the world. So I think it's all simultaneous and just so important. I definitely agree. I've had people, I had this one woman come to me with her sixth sinus infection she had been on antibiotics for five months and she ended up physically better in two weeks and it all unraveled into she hates her job once she got well she realized that every day when she was walking into the office she would have almost like a stomach ache or a sneezing attack and so it all unraveled into changing her career but she came in one day and said but I'm a teacher and how do you change that? And in the end, she got some kind of creative position where she is still teaching and working with kids in schools. Um, but you know, she never thought it possible until she really got to that point and said, 
I hope for something new to happen and to get created and it did but it wouldn't happen when you're stuck in your illness and you know running like a hamster on the wheel like doing your day-to-day -day. like you she actually was forced to stop yeah. take care of herself take a long time out and that's what allowed her to assess her life from a different angle totally totally i think that goes back to what you were just saying before how when something there's a disease it's your body telling you it's a sign that something is not right yeah disease should have a hyphen in it it's like uncomfortable is what it means and you something about you is uncomfortable and it could be your spiritual body it could be your physical body and it could be your energetic body it could also be your nutritional body and it could start on your toe but you feel the pain in your leg or your elbow the root of the problem is not always what you think it is but it, it is as we said earlier a journey it's an investigation and um, I was actually telling somebody this morning that just yesterday I was doing a little yoga and instead of doing yoga, like instead of movement yoga, I ended up just like going inside myself and I had an aha moment and I realized that I was so angry about something and so grateful for it at the exact same time. So it was just like things happen, you have to go through them and you figure things out because of that. And you continue on your journey and your path and there's little traffic jams and there's bumps in the road and you have to kind of read between the lines and listen to the signs. Totally. I love how you mentioned that it can start, it, like it could be something external, like a job or a circumstance. I think that affects so many people's lives in so many more ways than they actually realize. And how you mentioned that it took her a time to kind of sit down and think about and evaluate um, to be able to realize that was the cause. Yeah, and a lot of people don't do that because we are such a go, 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 go society and there are demands and pressures every day and nobody stops unless they're forced to. And so you have to get like a health problem sometimes to stop because the one little pain in the elbow or the shoulder didn't really stop you. You know, you're like, oh, I can't, that hurts. I can't do push-ups. So they start spinning or kickboxing and they just like completely don't pay attention to the problem. And then it exacerbates into something else till the universe is like, smack, you are going to stay down until you figure this out. Yeah, totally, totally. So how, it, do you think that it's complicated to be healthy? I don't think it's complicated to be healthy. And I know it's not complicated. I think that everyone else thinks it's complicated to be healthy. Um, I think that there's, I always talk in continuums, like, like you could, for dessert, for example, you could have ice cream with sugar and um, dairy and, you know, all kinds of toppings as a dessert, or you could have like a healthy piece of fruit. And then there's these other kinds of desserts along the continuum. You can have an extreme on one side and an extreme on the other. And I feel that most people think that extreme is what it takes to become healthy is like the other extreme. But I always have people, I suggest that people think that they're standing at the bottom of a giant staircase and they think health is all the way up there, but every one step, they actually physically and emotionally feel better. So it doesn't, you don't have to ever get there. That might be like a far-fetched goal or journey, 
but you may only get halfway up in your entire life, but feel like you're all the way up at the top. So I think that our system, our media, our um, some doctors, you know, that doctors, most doctors never had a course in nutrition. Most doctors don't even know anything about vitamins, yet that is what the body's made up of. So I think that there's so much misinformation. And I do wonder sometimes, what if there was no misinformation? What if everyone knew everything? Like, would we, would we actually be in a good place? I don't know. So I think that there is something special about having to figure it out and having to learn. I just would love if people were encouraged to step their foot onto the path and the journey towards health instead of discouraged because they feel like it's gonna be impossible. So yeah. whether they eat one new food a month or one, you know, eating one food from all colors of the rainbow within a week, or they try one new organic thing or one new raw food or something, it's a step in that direction. So I would just encourage people to take a step, to dip their toe. Thank you for that. I 100% agree. It's not complicated. And at least taking a step forward and taking an action forward is going to take you in that direction of health. So it's better to start now than to think about it for so long and never have anything actually change or happen. Right. And I would say that also, you know, I just gave the example of trying something new or eating certain things, but if people feel helpless because they can't find a practitioner that has answers for them, if they're going to doctors and they give them the blood work back and say, you're fine, you're fine. And it's all in your head or just lose some weight. Like, I just want to suggest that people don't stop looking and just ask, just be like, I need a holistic person that can help me figure out what's going on with me. And if people would just ask and have some of that quiet time, answers come. Totally. I love that. You know, I actually always recommend to people too, that there's no shame at all in asking for help. And it also comes along with allowing to yourself to receive it. Yes. Yeah. There are some people that are unwilling to receive and they don't realize it. They're kind of standing in their own way. Yeah. Um, some of that, st those stubborn people. So you know who you are. If you're really stubborn, maybe like commit to your one month of just being open to anything being possible and see what comes your way. I love that. When I was... I did a personal training class a few years back and when I first started out, like I've already done fitness and stuff like that, but by the, I wasn't super confident in myself, but then at the end of the class, when we we're pumping weights to see how far we actually made it, I was able to bench press more than double my weight, which was, I never knew I could do that. And so it shocked me. And I just want to share with listeners that you don't know what you're capable of sometimes. And so it's just totally worth it to get out there and see. Absolutely. You don't know if you don't try, you know. Exactly. So we tell our children. I think we should tell that to our big children too. <laughs> big yeah. children should listen to what they told their kids a few years ago. Yeah. So I know that Wi-Fi and EMF have such a detrimental effect on people. Could you share a little bit about that? Yes. I always give just the take-home messages. So I'm just going to suggest if you're 
listeners and viewers want real scientific data, just go look it up. It's, this has been around for 20 years. This is not brand new, but I'm just gonna tell you that, you know, when computers first came out, we all used to like bring our hand close to it and be like, oh, when you get closer, it gets hot. And we all knew, oh, computers aren't necessarily that great for your health. And the same thing when the phones came out, people would be like, oh, I'm getting closer to my phone. Whoa, it feels weird there. And there are a lot of people that have held their phone and been like, I feel like I'm getting radiated or some weird electrical shock because it actually is. <laughs> so the devices, the way that they work is there's radiation coming out of them and that is harmful for you. So if we take something called an EMF reader, it's an electromagnetic frequency or field either way. If we measured the field this close to my computer, I'm getting fried. Like I would have to sit on the other side of the room if I didn't want to get any of the harmful effects. But I have a remedy for everything that's negative in terms of health. So I have EMF remediation that I use. So when I'm sitting this close to my computer or when I have my phone anywhere on my body, I'm safe because I put EMF blockers on them. But what they're doing, so besides frying you, it's like if you could see energy, it would be like, go, it's like doing this. It's like if you could see... If you could see energy floating in the universe, I always say it's kind of looks like an angel's halo. It's just like this nice soothing circle or circular motion. And then you put a cell phone tower and then you put another one and then another one and another one. Suddenly this energy is like chaotic all over the place. And then when you're sitting here, it's like the air around you has ADD. How could you not get affected? It's just like, it's a frequency, you know? It's like if you were sitting next to a friend that was like shaking their leg or like going like this for like the whole hour, you would start going nuts. And we, so we all know that. But it's also taking minerals and electrolytes and important nutrients like CoQ10 out of your body. And CoQ10 is a, it's an antioxidant. It's important for the heart. It's also part of, what turns food into energy, the biochemistry that happens in your body. So a lot of people are deficient and totally depleted in CoQ10. Even children of the age of four and three that I see in my practice have no CoQ10 in their body. So how can you take food that you eat and turn it into energy? So when somebody has a weird ailment, they have a rash or they have a headache or they just don't feel good. Sometimes it's just as simple as they're getting fried by their devices and they're depleted in nutrition. So we put these stickers on their devices to block it, and then they actually start to get well, or they just don't get sick anymore. Thank you so much for sharing that. People need to know how serious this actually is, and that there is a remedy for it. There's also, I will tilt this for a second, the necklace that I'm wearing is also like a wearable EMF remediation device. So having it on me um, it looks, it's like a sacred geometry shape. It's just the way it was just made was purposefully to be like a shield. So it's like blocking me. It's blocking bad, harmful things from affecting me. And at the same time, it's also strengthening my energy field. And some people might think of it as their aura. In the scientific world, it's called a biofield. So it's just strengthening my field so that less things are affecting me. I think EMF is very, people should be educated about it and learn about it. And I highly recommend listeners to look it up. Highly recommend. There were at least two conferences in 2019 where like, I don't know, anywhere from 15 to 30 
world experts were talking about 5G. It was like a 5G conference. So I am sure if you look that up, you will find your way to some of the science and the information. With the turn up of 5G, which is going to be happening in 2020, and I think it's actually going to be really quick. I think they're going to just try to roll it out as fast as possible. I don't know if everyone that's created that knows how harmful it is for the health. I know they know it's really good for their business. So you know, maybe they have good intentions, but I believe that it's going to add to more earthquakes and more earth issues, like more bleaching of the oceans and destroying the underwater life. And I think that it already happened. I think there was a couple of mini earthquakes in the last few weeks since they started the 5G. So if you can mess up the planet like that, then you're definitely able to mess up a human body. What I didn't say that I should is that your the human body is an electromagnetic field and so is the earth. And then the devices are too, but those like throw off our natural state because of that like frazzling, shaking kind of energy. Yeah. You mentioned earlier that there's a few things in everyone's diet that we should incorporate. What are those five missing things? Oh, the five missing things to all health regimens. Yes. Um, the five missing things, I feel that I see so many clients or patients, they've been to so many other practitioners. They're like, oh, I've been doing that for years. I've been doing this. I go to acupuncture. I get massage. But there are five things that I have yet to have any person walk in who has worked with anywhere from one to 15 practitioners that they're doing. And these are the missing things. And that's why they're ending up in my office. And the first one is EMF remediation. EMF remediation, we talked about it already a little bit. The need to block your devices. You need to block yourself from your devices. There are stickers, there are pendants, there are environmental things you can put in rooms that block the frequency. That is, I would say that's probably the number one most important thing today in our world. Because how many hours were you on your device today? I mean, anyone that's listening, just stop and think for one second. It was at least three, if not 10. So you're on the devices. So you might as well make them safe because you can't heal. It doesn't matter how much nutrition and how much exercise you put in. If you are being fried and all your nutrients are coming out of you, you're not going to get where you're trying to go in your health. So that's number one. And we offer the stickers. I'm always testing and finding the best products around. It's, they're not hard. It's a sticker. You put it on your device, done. End of story. Um, so that is number one. The second one is your scars and your trauma sites. And this is also a huge missing loop. Um, any person that's a mom that has had brought a life into the world, of these women, 99.9% of them either had a tear delivering the baby if they were doing it naturally, or they had a C-section. And those scars, if you ask these women, at least 50% of them say, it all started after the birth of my first child. All their health problems. Can't lose weight, headaches, thyroid issues. Where that scar is, um, first of all, your skin is your biggest organ. So if you have a scar, especially that it got thick or keloided, it is blocking the flow of energy and blood through your skin. And therefore, that part of your body goes numb and it gets depolarized. It doesn't always go numb in everyone, but it like energetically numb. And so wherever the scar is, it becomes depolarized. And when something is depolarized, your body goes, oh, that's the perfect place for a garbage can. Oh, that smog that I breathed in today, I'm going to store it in that scar. 
oh, that pollution from the red dye from the food I ate yesterday, oh, I'm gonna store it in that scar. So people end up with all these random health problems and what they don't realize, all these women that can't lose weight, the moms I'm talking about, everyone, everyone I know has a scar. I've yet to meet someone that doesn't have a scar that affects them, a nose job, stitches, um, fell, on, fell at the playground when I was two, fell out of the high chair. Oh, my mom told me I tripped when I was learning how to walk and I got a big welt on my head. Some of them don't actually have stitches scars. They had a trauma site. So especially if it was to the head, it cre can create a problem for the next 40 or 50 years in your body. It slowly takes down an organ. So the scars are number two, super important. The third thing is the subtle energy body. We have on an energetic level, everything leaves our body through our hands and feet. It is the same thing as what they talk about in yoga with downward dog. And I think Tai Chi uses also the energy that runs through the hands and feet. And so if you have a headache, you might actually be able to just like swipe down your arm. You might have a traffic jam, like a one little knot on your arm that is preventing energy from flowing to your hand and it backs up and you get a headache. So I have everybody swipe their arms, they swipe their legs, they can download a whole swiping thing off my website. And I think it's just really simple. I have people soak in the ocean or put their hands or their feet on the earth to like release, just one way we need to release. Um, the fourth thing is your dental health. So many people do not take into consideration that getting drilled in their head so close to the brain and also at the top of where all the meridians cross up here that it can completely affect the rest of their body. Everyone listening to this must know at least one person that told them that they have to take antibiotics before they go to the dentist because they have some weird heart condition that getting dental work can create a heart thing. So you know that the body is one unit, it's all connected. Um, there are the front top two teeth and bottom two teeth when people have injured or chipped those it can easily weaken the small intestine, the uterus, or the prostate and on an energetic level. So you could chip your tooth when you're two and you fall, or you know, probably wouldn't be when you're two because you would have baby teeth. When you're 10, you fell or at soccer, you collided with somebody, and then you have prostate or uterus problems when you're 30 and you're trying to have kids. I, I see things like that that happen all the time. Dental, getting um, injected to get teeth pulled, metal fillings, mercury fillings, a lot of the white fillings, actually, if you pop it up and look at the bottom, it's still metal. So a lot of those dentists are not telling you the truth. It's not a white filling. It's not just porcelain. It's got porcelain, nickel, and other metals. So all of those metals in your mouth can act like a battery and like, like to your brain again, like we were talking with the EMFs. Um, and then just anything that happens to the head can physically affect the rest of the body and the gut. And then the fifth thing is what I call the assembly line. It is the built-in detox system of the body. Every single thing that comes into the body, whether it's air, so it would come through your nose, eyes, or ears, or your mouth, um, food, which comes through the mouth, or topically, your laundry detergent, your dry cleaning, your moisturizer, your sunscreens, all of that, once it gets into your body, it has to go to the liver to get detoxified, then it goes to the gallbladder to get emulsified, the kidneys, 
the intestines and the lymph, and the, then the lymph dumps back into the intestines. And that is how we end up with a bowel movement or we sweat. That's how we eliminate the stuff that we don't need. We keep, everything goes through that process. You just have this fantastic meal. It goes through this whole process. And then at the end, you get rid of the waste. But what people are thinking about is they're like, oh, I have a headache. Everyone's looking at their head or, you know, did you bang it? What's going on? No, maybe it's your menstrual cycle, but they're not even realizing that a bus could have driven by and literally blown smog in that person's face an hour ago. And now their liver is overloaded. And so I call it an assembly line, even though it's your detox system, because everyone knows how an assembly line works. If guy number three doesn't show up for work one day, he backs up number two and one. If guy number five doesn't show up, he backs up numbers one through four. So going back to the comment I said earlier that you liked, the root of the problem could come from somewhere else than the symptom. And so people, and doctors especially, they do your basic blood count and they go, oh, you're fine, even if a couple of things were out of range because our medical system is only looking for like very specific things out of range and then they call it a disease in, or a condition. But like when two or three are out of range, they send you home and say, it's all in your head or you're fine. But people live in their bodies, they have symptoms they know. And so if you don't clean out your assembly line on a regular basis, you're gonna have traffic jams and clutter in there. And everyone knows about the 3,000 mile oil change for your car. If you don't get it changed for 10,000 miles, your car runs a little slower. So we have to change our oil regularly in our body. And one more thing about that is that over the last few years, detoxing became such a popular word and thing to do. Um, most of the detox program, all of the detox programs I've seen are incomplete. Most of them only address the liver and the intestines and they miss the entire rest of the assembly line. They're not addressing the kidneys. They're not addressing the lymph. I actually created a detox program that addresses the whole entire thing, but that's if you're doing an actual program. But I just think in people's healing on a regular basis, they, they just have to address their organs. So I have people massage their organs, um, rub on their body where those assembly line organs are, like as if you were giving them a workout and just twist them and bend them, like you're bringing out a sponge. Mm -hmm. And that can move things through quickly. But when you're, one more thing, when you're starting to work on detoxing a scar, because I said it's like a garbage can, when you detox it, or if you do twists or abdominal crunches and you have a C-section scar, every time you twist or bend that scar, it secretes some of that garbage back into the beginning of the assembly line. So someone might think, oh, but I got this, you know, I healed this whole thing and it looks great, but I feel like crap. It's because now all that junk that was in that scar is now in your liver and your kidneys or maybe your intestines. So you really have to make sure it gets out of your entire detox system as well till you're complete. Wow, that is such great information. That, Thank you for asking. Yeah. I like talking about that because I've never heard anyone else on this planet um, discuss how the body actually heals the same way as I just did. And I believe that um, to be true. Oh yeah, I love how in-depth your five missing ingredients are because I really do feel like it does cover all of the bases. And wow, you really just hit it out of the box. I am so excited for people to learn more about that. 
I, you know, when people show up, I probably don't even need to hear any information from them, even though I have them fill out extensive paperwork and lay their story on me. I mostly just do an energy test where I check their scars, their hands, their feet, and their organs, and I already know what's wrong with them. Like, you have to do some things before you can even say, I've tried everything. You know, and most people have missed the root, the base. Like, you can't build a house if you don't have a foundation. I think what I just described is like foundational. Like, if you have not addressed your detox organs, how can you even wonder why your hair is falling out or your elbow hurts or, you know, anything else? You, you can't because you didn't even clean out your liver or your kidney. Yeah. And it's so interesting to note, though, that you did mention that a lot of people only address the livers and the kidneys or stuff like that. And it is a whole assembly line, as you said, with the, all of the systems that work together, and we need to actually address them all. There are 12 systems in the body, and you, you know, I think that most people, are, most practitioners are not even considering that there are 12. They're like, oh, your hormones are off? Let me fix your hormones. Like, let me test your hormones and fix them. But testing your hormones and fixing the hormones is a great band-aid, but it's never gonna fix the problem. The problem is potentially that you have parasites in your gallbladder or you have like a, a knot in your intestine or some, or one nutrient that you're deficient in and therefore your liver can't work correctly. I mean, mm -hmm. it could be really simple as that, but people just, practitioners don't think that way and people don't even think that way. Yeah. Do you think that in some time in the future, there will be sort of a consciousness shift where people start to think more holistically? <laughs> that is such a good question. And I, you know, I have um, hope that that's where we're headed. I think that there are more and more and more like little groups of conscious people around the globe in every city. And a lot of people poo-poo them and the traditional doctors poo-poo them. And they're like, you know, you know, that sounds like quackery but it works and I think more and more people are getting fed up with the medical system because they're not getting answers. So they're turning to the alternative methods and they're not always believing them at first. They're very skeptical. Some are and some dive right in, but I, I do think that at the end of the coronavirus of 2020, that like, I hope that some of the silver lining in this, like I hope the whole system explodes. Like. I hope that that's the silver lining. Like, I hope that everyone's like, the system is such BS. Why were we, we were brainwashed and taught all these things when that's not even the truth. Like, let's yeah. look at what's real. Like, we need to eat healthy. Like, eat healthy, eat healthy. Like, put more vegetables in your body and you can fix your problems. You don't need a $90 a day pharmaceutical. You need kale or spinach. Like, so I really like, that's what I put out there in the universe right now is just like, I do, I hope, you know, there's moments where earlier on in my life, I was like, well, wouldn't that, would that put me out of business? And should I be, you know, psyched that people have issues and need me? And the reality is people always need people and people always need help. Um, but if our system would be more accepting of health and nutrition and alternative methods, it would probably be a much more wonderful world. Yeah, it would be a much more wonderful world for sure. Yeah. I have hope too. I do think that there are people, a lot of people that are getting fed up and 
starting even people that might not totally understand what's going on they just know that they're not really feeling better and then once they try alternative methods they realize that they feel so much better yeah i have teenagers that come into my practice and sometimes uh, there was one here just recently and she really just wanted to take the medicine her doctor suggested even though it was like an intravenous in-office procedure once a month for the rest of her life and she's 16 and her mom she was like mom i just want that and like that's the brainwashing level that it's at right now that the teenager thinks that that's what they need and the mom was like honey we're going to try to fix your body a little first and then we'll see you know and so thank god for her mom because and moms like that and people like that because you do have to trust your intuition about what you're doing and you know i think women have that Women have that skill, so I hope all you women out there don't doubt yourself. You know, trust if you're feeling like this doesn't make sense and there's probably more to the story than there probably is. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. You mentioned, touched a little bit on the coronavirus. Is there advice that you would like to give to listeners right now? Yeah, I actually almost wanted to cry when you said that. So, um, so obviously it touched me in an interesting way just now. The, the coronavirus, like while everyone's locked up in their house, there are people installing 5G in every school in California and in office buildings. So that doesn't make any sense to me. And I hope that that alone makes people question things a little bit more um, because we already talked about EMFs and the harm. Um, The coronavirus, you know, a virus lives on your nerve. And when you're nervous or stressed, virus get activated. So the absolute number one most important thing to do is to stay calm and grounded, whatever that means for you. If you need to take CBD or use other methods of things that keep you calm and balanced, that is top priority. And along, I use CBD all the time. And I think that for a lot of people, that is so helpful to just stay calm. And at the same time, we actually have receptor sites in our immune system and our brain. So it's like a perfect you know, nutrient that makes sense. Oil and salt are also the main components of the nervous system. And I believe that everyone needs to eat so much more oil and salt than they think they are. Probably the average listener, probably two to five times more oil and salt than they think. And it's not fattening when you do it like that. It's actually satiating and calming and grounding. I also, because, because of the coronavirus being a thing with your lungs and the lungs are under here. That's why I'm touching there. Vitamin D3 is really important for the lungs. So I do recommend that. It needs to be lowercase d to, and the word tocopherol. If there's an L in there, if it says DL, then that's fake and garbage. Get rid of it and find one that's just D tocopherol. Um, and if, you, if your gut is clogged and you're not having enough elimination, mm-hmm. and I say enough, meaning at least once a day, if not more than that, then when the gut is sluggish, it ends up in the lungs. So I would also make sure you're going to the bathroom regularly. Then there's antiviral and immune building support, like olive leaf is a great antiviral, reishi is an antiviral. So mushrooms in general are antiviral. Um, I have a mushroom powder blend that I have a lot of people taking, even giving to their kids, like little quarter drops or teaspoons into a little water and just chugging it down. Um, Colostrum is great for younger kids and for nursing women to boost the immune system. 
and I could go on, there's probably at least 15 other remedies and EMF remediation would be number one top choice. And that's why I'm wearing this pendant right now because totally. I believe that um, you, I believe that you get kicked when you're down. So I use like a gangster story as an example. They punch the guy so hard and then he falls to the ground. And then when he's on the ground, they beat the crap out of him, right? So you get, it's so much worse when you're already down. So if you are vulnerable because you're emotional or you're stressed or you didn't have enough sleep or you're not nourished nutritionally or because you're getting fried from your devices, it is going to be much easier to take you down. So if you keep your basic things in alignment, it is highly unlikely for you to get the virus or to really go down. And 98% chance to not die from the virus. And I thought the number was also 98% chance not to get the virus. I don't recall if that's the exact statistic anymore, but it's the odds are low to get the virus and to get really sick from it. So if you keep your basic stuff that I just mentioned in check, you will be one of the elite. Thank you. Those are so important. I take a few of those myself too. Good. When it comes to the mind and connection between, I think, people in general, do you think right now is like a good time for reflection about maybe the choices that they're making and how these choices are affecting their life? This is a great time for that. Um, yesterday, there was a moment where I did a, a phone call with a few people at the same time. And the first thing somebody said was, what are all the positive effects you're having from the coronavirus? And it was such an interesting question because I was feeling some of my own and it was interesting to hear everyone else have some also. And everyone's just saying it's so quiet and it's so peaceful and it's so calm. And I live on a street where there's a park at the end. So there's so many groups of families like together. And there's such a sweetness out there right now that it is, there's that silver lining of this horrible disease and pandemic is that there are people coming together and there are more people realizing what's important in life. And there's some kind of a friendship bond, you know, or a better connection with people. And I think that the most important connection anyone can have is with themselves and to sit quietly and figure out what do I need for me? Where am I at in my, my life? Like this is a this is sort of a great smack to you know in the head or the butt to like make you stop and go, am I okay with the way my life is unfolding? And you know, isn't some people there was a client that was here a little while ago and she was like, I love this space and quiet and the lack of pressure and I'm not in a hurry to go anywhere. And it's so enjoyable that I think everyone should stop and take a pause and go what do I want to do after this? Like, do I like my career? Am I ready to change careers? Can I do more working from home? Because this is easy. Like, I, I think it, I, and that's my hope again. I hope that this process that we're all going through on the entire planet is an evolution. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think that there are a lot of positives that are coming out of this. Obviously, there's negatives, but... Oh, yeah. And when, when thinking about on the positive side, there's families coming together, 
there's people that have been working from nine to five for years that are actually sitting down, getting time to think. There's less smog. And so there, there are things to think about that to reflect on. And it's a great time to do that. And I suggest a lot of times, and I've suggested it twice earlier today, so I'll share it with your listeners. You don't, because you can't go to a gym right now anyway. So lay on the floor on a yoga mat or a carpet, put some music on or not, and just move your body and breathe and just feel your body and your, and just feel yourself. And it, you just end up dropping into this like nice quiet space of just like, ow, that hurts. When, if I move this way and it doesn't hurt, does that feel better? And somehow that the mind body connection just like clicks in and thoughts come to you. And I think it's sort of like making a meditation happen for you or to you instead of trying to meditate and trying to get clear. Yeah, that's great advice. I actually practice like doing that just about every single night. It's so, it's a great way, I think, to actually relax yourself into starting your day or before going to bed, just in general. And definitely to tune up and kind of listen to yourself. When you were talking, I, I wanted to ask, how important do you think is the connection between self-love and health? Huge. I don't, I think that as people get healthier, they, their self-love increases. So what if people just love themselves more? Um, yeah. They probably would have more health. There's definitely uh, a connection I noticed many years ago with people that pray before they eat, that they, in general, they're healthier. They're the people that would come here and have the least amount of negative things going on in their body. So I do think that connecting to yourself, and I don't know if praying means the same thing to everyone, I'm sure it doesn't, but it's some connection either to yourself, to a higher self, to a higher power, whatever it is. But I, I do think that taking that quiet time again, to just be your own fan, be your own cheerleader, because a lot of people got knocked down when they were younger. People said mean things to them. People treated them poorly. And as they grew up, it was challenging for them to have a positive self-image. And that almost always is related to health problems. Totally. So if we can do any work to improve that, even if it's just listening to a song that says like, I love you, like just hearing it like over and over and over again, you know, I am great. Like whatever, whatever faking it till you make it and using tools to hear it is going to help everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think self-love has a huge effect on your health because once you realize that your, your body is your temple and you want to take care of your temple and you want to love yourself, it just has, I think, it made me realize, like, this body does so much for me. It, it, it takes me everywhere. It allows me to have the opportunities that I have. And it also comes back to a place of gratefulness, I think. And also, just side note, I think being grateful, gratitude is, like, one of the keys to happiness. Absolutely. Yeah. So... Yeah, self-love and health, I think, have so much to do with each other. So I definitely much. agree. Yeah. And I think that a lot of people have a hard time finding self-love. 
And I, I think everyone should be encouraged to find it. Yeah, totally. A song, a poem, words, something, a, a, a meme that you snapshot on your phone and save off the internet, like anything that makes you have that like feeling or smile or anything that you find that makes you feel more confident, have more of that. That's your vitamin for the day, you know? Yeah. So do you have any final messages that you'd like to share with listeners? <laughs> I Do I have any final messages for the listeners? I feel like we covered a lot of topics. I think that never stop learning, never stop searching. Uh, the three taglines that I use for my practice are simple solutions for health because I have found so many. And if you're in need of them, you can find some on our website. Limitless healing, because I believe it is true. And infinite possibilities, because there are so many things that you can use to make you healthier. In our society, if we were just going back to the illness, traditionally doctors have antibiotics, Tylenol, or surgery as their options. And for every one thing that they have an antibiotic for, I have 40 different choices of remedies that might help the same person. Um, and, I have, and I can have, some of those are supplements and some of them are thought patterns or songs or exercises or breathing techniques. Like there's infinite possibilities. And I think that everyone should know that that's true. Don't ever let anyone tell you, you have to have a condition for the rest of your life because you do not. Yeah. I, I, I love how you say that because I think that gives so many people hope that you don't have to listen to what somebody tells you. You can make a choice for yourself. Right. It's not a death sentence. It's an opening and awakening. What we've said earlier, it's like a wake up call. It's a little smack to remind you to pay attention to yourself. Um, nothing should be a death sentence ever. We all have heard stories of people that were given three months to live and they're still on their third year. Everyone knows someone like that. Everyone knows someone that had a horrible condition and they're healed from it. Anything's possible if you want it to be. I love that. Where can listeners find you online? My website is julieehealth.com. So my first name and then another E and then the thing everyone wants health. All of, we have a lot of products and we have some events and we're going to be doing most of our group classes on zoom over the next few weeks. If anyone's interested in, I teach people some of the diagnosing techniques that I use to figure out what's wrong, what's going on in someone's body. All of my social media is at Julie Health, and I am mostly on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Awesome. So just to clarify, that's Julie, J-U-L-I-E-E-H-E-A-L-T-H. Got it. <laughs> JulieEHealth.com. And you can email us and our office phone is a cell phone. You can call, text, um, email, any way you want to reach us. Again, we'll, we try to make it easy for everyone. So you can book an appointment on our website. You can email, you can join our membership club, watch some of our videos and whatever, whatever helps you take one step is what we want you to do. Awesome. I'm so excited for people to check out your website. So I just have one last question and it's my signature question. What does the universe mean to you? 
I feel like I already said it a few times. It's, um, I think for me, the universe is everything. I, I don't really use the word God in my regular world. I talk to the universe. Um, it's the energy and the presence. I, I believe that 99% of how you feel comes from your environment. So I think it's my universe, everything around me that whatever I've created is, it's what I talk to, it's who or what I ask questions to, it's who or what I listen to for answers. Um, for me, that's how I would say it. I, I love that a lot. Yeah, that's, that's a beautiful answer. Thank you. So thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Julie. I thank you for having really me. appreciate it. Have a healthy day. And audience, please check out our website. Join our mailing list or something and learn something new every day about yourself and your health. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Julie E. You can visit Julie's website at www.julieehealth.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and share it with your friends and family. You can find the show notes for this episode at www.dearlovelyuniverse.com episode 21. You can connect with me on Instagram and Facebook at Dear Lovely Universe. Just a reminder that you can sign up for my weekly newsletters to be the first to hear about new and upcoming content and exciting news. Another reminder that the Dear Lovely Universe podcast membership is launching on July 15th. I hope you have an incredible day and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Julie E. You can visit Julie's website at www.julieehealth.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and share it with your friends and family. You can find the show notes for this episode at www.dearlovelyuniverse.com episode 21. You can connect with me on Instagram and Facebook at Dear Lovely Universe. Just a reminder that you can sign up for my weekly newsletters to be the first to hear about new and upcoming content and exciting news. Another reminder that the Dear Lovely Universe podcast membership is launching on July 15th. I hope you have an incredible day and I'll talk to you soon.